Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, where we give you the tools you need to meet your regulatory requirements while helping keep the evil hacker horde at bay. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to best protect your business and reduce your company's cyber risk. All right, let's get going. Hey, all this is Sean Gerber with ReduceCyberRisk.com. And this is on my ongoing series on providing security information for YouTube and for other areas that you can go and use uh, for your business. And this is about China and the China, the draft cybersecurity regulations on China. Um, it basically in June of 2017, 20, yeah, June 27th of 2018, China's Ministry of Public Security, their MPS, released for public comment a draft of the regulations on cybersecurity multi-level protection scheme. Okay, so it's an MP, MLPS, multi-level protection scheme. Uh, and what they've done basically is they have moved the situation up where they've gone from being a, uh, you have two buckets. When it, as it comes to the, to the Chinese cyber law, there's two buckets. You have a network operator bucket and you have a CII bucket, which is your uh, critical information or critical infrastructure information. What they work is they work this way. You have your network operator bucket, which has a, set, a sense of regulations you have to follow, okay, things you have to do. Then on top of that is the network operator, I should say the, the CII. So you have network operator, CII, sit on top. The, the, the reason behind that is, is that the network operator has a lot of requirements, but the CII takes it to the next level. And we'll have further talk, um, videos on how that's going to work as far as CII works within your business. But just know that this regulation, the change is for the specifically for the network operator. Okay. So what they've done is they've break, broken this down into some buckets. 
And like they like buckets, I like buckets, right? Buckets are good. So they have different levels, I should say. The levels range from level one to level five. Level one is for like a basic kind of business that might be going on. Level five is for a multinational or you got gobs and gobs of information. Uh, that's because bottom lines are trying to protect the state and they're trying to protect the information and, and the, the people that reside within the, the state of China, the country of China, that would be. Level one through level five. Now, level two, what it does is it requires you, so level one and level two, so level one, level two, okay, they require you to do a self-assessment. Now, a self-assessment is a confirmation from the government of your specific MPLS scheme, okay? So the, the whole purpose of that is that you have, uh, you have to do the self-assessment, and you see this in a lot of other things out there, right? The FFIEC has them, um, uh, PCI has self-assessments. There's all kinds of self-assessments for you to look at, hey, where do you fit, right? Well, you have to do a self-assessment as well within China and their Chinese cyber law. Well, level two and below requires you to do this self-assessment and with confirmation from a government of your scheme. Okay. So if you say that you are a level one, you have to get confirmation from the government to make sure that you are level one. That's what they want you to do. So it is going to add another level of bureaucracy in there that it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Cause I, I don't know, uh, how fast the response is going to be. Don't really know. Level three and above. So you got level one, level two. Okay. They got to have a self-assessment. Then you have level three and above to level five, right? So level three to level five and the above are subject to enhanced security requirements. What does that mean? I have no idea. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see what that might be. And I'll have to dig a little bit deeper in it, but it's just adding another level of uh, risk or security on top of what you've already got as a network operator. Level two and above requires an expert review. So, okay, so now you got level one to level two is a security assessment. Level two and above requires a expert review. Okay, so this expert review, I don't know what that is. If there's somebody that is deemed the quote-unquote expert, they will then give you that, that review. Then level three and above. So now if you're a new company from level three and above, you must have the MPLS reviewed by an accredited entity of the Ministry of Public Security. So you have an expert review for level two and above. And then if you're a brand new level three and above, which there must be some sort of grace period that comes in there. I, I don't know. Level three and above, you have to have reviewed by accredited entity of the Ministry of Public Security. Lastly, well, I shouldn't say lastly, they're, they're, the next thing you have to do, and this goes with all levels, one through level five, is you have to have regular emergency response drills for level three and above, and they must be completed. So you must do an incident response and you must have documentation that you did it. Okay. Uh, now, this, I shouldn't say that I misspoke. It wasn't for level one and two. It's for level three and above. They must have these. Okay. So if you have an incident response plan and you do that, if you're a level three and above, you must complete that on a regular basis. Now, I'm not sure what the regular is, but I would say it's probably got to be at least annually. Um, the incident must be reported to the MPS within 24 hours. Okay, you heard me right, 24 hours. So you only got 24 hours to respond to the, the Ministry of uh, Public Security uh, in regards to that. And now, to give put it in perspective, GDPR is 72 hours. And most of the other things out there, like right now the uh, California... Um, what do they call the California Privacy Act that they've got in place? That is 72 hours as well, but 24 hours. So you're going to have to hump it. It basically what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to know the moment you get it, you get feel that you've been hacked. You have to let the uh, Ministry of Public Security know about this. Now there's a few others that'll come out of this, but bottom line, those are the big, 
big rocks that we got to deal with. So here's the deal. If you, if you have business in China and you have a business that's growing and you, you, let's just say you're a multinational that's not Chinese, right? Say you're from Europe or the United States. You need, and even if you're in China, you need this too, but you need to get knowledgeable legal counsel to help you. Okay, so there's lots of cybersecurity people out there, um, but you need somebody that is a cybersecurity legal expert, not just a legal expert, a cybersecurity legal expert. They're very different, and there's less and less of those. So that's important. You also need to read up and you need to know this information because bottom line is you're still responsible for it. So you got to know it. You got to make it happen. You need to read up on it. And third, you need to find yourself a cybersecurity person who can help you navigate these waters. Now, I'm just going to be honest with you. This might be a little sound like a little self-serving. It, it's not. I, I don't care if it's a cybersecurity professional like myself or if it's somebody that has an IT background with lots of cybersecurity background as well. You need someone that can help you with that. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't come down to a title. Title means nothing. It's just somebody can help you become the best cybersecurity. Help you with the cybersecurity pieces of this for your business. So again, find get legal counsel, read up on it, okay, and get a cybersecurity person to help you out. Okay, I hope this helps. Uh, bottom line is we're putting these out here to give you some information and using my background, my knowledge to help you get uh, the information you need to protect you and your business. All right, have a great day. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list, and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to freeciSSPquestions.com or CISSPCybertraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.